Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Don, and I'll be your host for the next hour and change as we follow our three intrepid adventurers, Draman, Freddy, and Thomas, on their long adventures in Elfland. Before we get started, however, let's recall what happened last week, as our heroes set up a super soggy campsite after their encounter with the unicorn. Remember how freaked out Freddy was by Thomas's suspiciously named friends he kept in his bag of holding? Well, anyway, afterwards they began to make their way south through the forests towards their long-sought goal, stopping only to attempt to distill their massive potion collection into healing leaf paste. Finally, they passed into the beautiful and wild forests surrounding Alahuara's home, where they were stopped by an elfin sentry that was awaiting their arrival. Now they have been brought to the hall of the Great Elfin Champion, at the heart of the largest community they have seen in this world, where they eagerly await an audience. As you sit here in this courtyard, it's pleasant. It's very nice to have a moment to catch your breath. You realize that there is a slowly gathering crowd of elves who all maintain a good distance of about 30 feet from you. And some sort of kind of try to hide a little bit behind a tree or something. But a lot of them just like stand around in groups, obviously staring and talking about you. None of them come up to say hi. I don't think I'm going to interact with them. Um... Just be aware and cautious. Is anyone, like, staring at me too much? A lot of them are staring at you, specifically. Now, is there, like, one in particular? There's no one who's, like, dead-eyeing you, though. All right, cool. Then I'm not going to do anything. Giving you a funny look? I'm just going to, like, glare at him. It's okay to look at Thomas. You just can't look at him in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they... I don't just... I don't like the people's eyeballs on me. They don't seem particularly afraid of you. When you look at one who's looking at you, he or she will continue to look at you. There's neither malice nor fear in them, but curiosity. None of them try to like maintain prolonged eye contact. You are you're something unusual to observe. And before too long, there are two elves that you recognize. A man and a woman you have not seen in apparently better than five years. Linen Run? It is Linen Run. And they hurry over quickly to your direction. I run up in and your hug direction. them. Must look like a freak of nature now. <laughs> <laughs> and Lynn says, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you made it. We were we were so afraid that that you got lost or killed or something. Nobody had heard anything about you for so long. So for me, it's a yes to both of those. Wait, what? I've died multiple times. and going to come back. No, you haven't. Go sucked out my soul. Oh, this. Nah. Yeah. You didn't die. I'm pretty sure he spared the dying on me at least once. Not on that encounter, not a different one. That's not the same as dying, though. That he yeah. prevented you from dying. Right. Yeah. I'm you counting that die. as death. You went unconscious. Multiple right. times. 
All We've all done that. I don't know. You might think you died a yeah. whole lot. That's yeah, that, completely plausible. That's that's one of the things. Like, because the world went black, I don't remember. <laughs> Thomas thinks he's invincible. He, I went, oh, you got knocked unconscious times. plenty of times when you were an Addo strong. Man, no, he though. thinks that he dies every time he gets knocked <laughs> unconscious. He's like, "That's death. I died." He thinks he's immortal. I've died three hundred and twenty-seven <laughs> times. I'm immune to brain damage because it's just one. No, that's not how that works. It's just one big callus over the whole thing now. <laughs> I ain't got no wrinkles left. <laughs> just smooth. It's a baby's butt. It's a marble in there now. <laughs> just banging around. And now Snack's taking that marble. We He's just polishing it to make sure no more wrinkles grow back. <laughs> we were so worried about you. What happened? We uh <laughs> It's a long story. So apparently we got stuck for five years in uh a fairy realm we heard about that what how like those are those are very literally fairy tales that we tell the children to Uh, we stepped through a mushroom circle we didn't know about and then we just ended up there it was very unfortunate as we're running away from witches there was some stuff before that a lot of stuff and there's giants you guys know you have giants in your mountains oh my gosh yes we had to pass uh the, the the valleys on the other side from us, they're all filled with snow and ice now. It was it was really scary. There are yeah. a lot of trolls up there. Yeah, and about we, five years ago, we tried to tell some people about that, and they said, no, no, fair, giants don't exist. Yeah, they didn't believe us. Yeah. I mean, to be now. fair, they haven't for forever. They've never lived here. Well, uh, neither did humans in. Well, they, they would come. Three. They to would be fair, we up. don't live here. <laughs> We pretty much we do now. We're gonna be living here for a while. No, no, gi- giants would show up. Giants would sometimes attack, especially if they could find uh, where the the people who lived under the mountains were. But uh, they they wouldn't stay. They wouldn't settle here. This is we're all very worried about this. Yeah, we might have. Um, yeah. It's it's been a crazy ride since we left your guys' place. Oh, and we cursed the whole town too. That was pretty fun. What? No, that was on accident. You have an interesting definition of fun. <laughs> I'm gonna say that with like all the sarcasm that I can. That was pretty fun. Oh, was that uh was that with Harnett's family? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty unfortunate. What a messed up family. Uh, it's their dad's a dragon. Dragon they, killed killed his own son. Ghost son tries to kill the rest of the family. They had a rough time. They've got yeah. some history, you could say. Got some daddy issues. Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. We're glad um, to see you guys again, though. We missed you. Yes, yeah. We well, first of all, we were very worried for you. We we're still pretty worried for you. The fairy world is no no joke. Uh, that's nothing you want to be messing around with. Oh, we made two new Tell friends. Do you want to meet them? What? Yeah, Shh. two new friends. Don't don't play into his his crazy. Has he gotten worse? He's gotten <laughs> lots worse. And she says something to Ron, and Ron looks a little crestfallen. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little disappointed. Hey, but I never pawned off the ring that you guys gave me, so that's a we do need uh we do need some help for Thomas. Um there there's probably someone around here who can who can give him some assistance. 
But no, we're five years in the fairy world. Yeah, uh, it didn't didn't feel that long. We took a really long walk. Uh, we met Phantalus. He actually teleported us back here. Okay. Um, no, speaking of that, is Elhuara nearby? We need to have a talk with her. I'm I'm sure she'll see you very soon. You guys are kind of the the talk of the month here. It's uh a lot of people are concerned, but just know that that Run and I were were on your side, okay? So, while this well, is going on, What I'm, do you mean on our side? Concerned about what? The, we the people who are descended from the gods and walk with them in pleasantness forever have a long history of not trusting the fairies and that's not gonna change and anything that has to do with them they are automatically suspicious of do they think that we are fairies now oh no everyone knows that that's ridiculous no 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 um but i mean i have these horns growing out of my head touched by them oh and Mark, just you are you are con- an, a connection to a symbol of the fairy world. So a lot of people don't like that you're here. I'm gonna at all. I'm gonna assign to you guys since they don't have an amulet. It's like we probably shouldn't talk about the pack that we made with him. Then you mean that you made? We did not him? make a pact. Oh no no no! no I'm not talking about the warlock thing. I made that. That's all. That's all mine. <laughs> I'm talking about that we promised to give him the gold. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell them that. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, I'm just, and just making, you, Thomas. I'm just making sure we're all on the same page. Some of us are Thomas, a little bit more. We're talkative. always on the same page. No, not you always. Are not always on the same page. I'm just making sure all of our secrets that are supposed to be a secret <laughs> stay secret. Are Are Don and Sean going to talk? I don't know. I need to ask Snack. Okay. Why do you need to ask Snack? He's the my interpreter. Oh, my. Are those are those traitor amulets? Yes. I never thought about suggesting those. I guess they they must have made things easier. Have you met many traitors? Oh, uh, one. Uh, yeah, we met one, and um, that's actually how we ended up in Fairy World on accident. Yeah, you got to watch out for those traitors. Oh no, no, that we're doing a mission for him. Not Thomas. Shh. Just letting him know we did a mission for him. Kick him in the shit. Okay, well, this is weird. <laughs> but our, but he, Freddy, Freddy's gotten a whole lot weirder. <laughs> Didn't you miss how weird we are? Look, yes. ever since he lost his <laughs> yes, cat Toga, did. he hasn't been the same person. Well, our... you smell a lot better. <laughs> Thank you. I've, I've really been trying. I've been working on it. I actually uh, was in a very deathly state after that dragon fight you fought a dragon <laughs> yeah they don't. no i i he wouldn't like i wouldn't slipped. call it i wouldn't call it a fight i he got burned into a chicken mcnugget and i got i got thrown off a, cliff. a dragon let's put it that way and you lived that's amazing no we died <laughs> no it's like no define living we made it out of there with our lives yes. somehow. Draman kept the two of us alive. Well, we're very impressed, aren't we, Run? And Run nods. <laughs> <laughs> run. Man of little words. Always the powerhouse <laughs> of conversation. Uh, just like, looks at Thomas 
<laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Run nods. Well, um, hey, I, I'm just saying it is amazing that I haven't pawned off the ring that they gave me. True. It's very, um, very sweet of you. Yeah. Thomas. It's the thought that counts. Do you guys want to go grab some drinks and just kind of catch up while we wait? Um, Is that possible? Maybe after you see Alahuara. Is she waiting for us now? Uh, I think, and she looks around a little bit, I think it's going to be soon. Okay. All right. While we're talking, I want to like scan the rooftops like secretly, make sure that there aren't any people up there with like bows or anything. Uh, perception check. Snipers. Yeah. Or if there's like people circling around behind us. You got the SWAT team of elves after you. Yup. <laughs> Just making sure we don't get swatted. Swat. Swat. Are we still in the woods? <laughs> yes. All right, 15. I do not want to be swat. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a swat. You don't see anyone on the roofs. <laughs> All right. And Lynn says, okay, I think someone is going to come get you to go see her and we'll be there we just won't you know be up front we're not important enough to be like that just some well you know some podunk elves from the other side of the mountains anyway uh but remember we're on your side okay can we meet up afterwards definitely and if nothing else we'll solve this how we solve all of our problems no, we extreme won't. violence <laughs> See, we've told you he's gotten worse. But I'm not wrong. It's not always extreme violence. Sometimes Extreme violence. 90% <laughs> of the time. It's either extreme violence or, or we unlucky. run away. <laughs> no, okay. it's one or the other. So, Lynn and Run, they hug all three of you. Um, and... Then, like, with a little wave, they depart into back into the crown, which is now thick. It is standing room only. Uh, you are surrounded by a solid mass of elves, probably three or four deep, um, all standing back about 30 feet away. So they are, you know, the crowd is at this point filling most of the courtyard and sort of molding around the buildings around it and five minutes pass 10 minutes pass 15 minutes pass around the 20 minute mark another elf comes towards you he is dressed simply he doesn't really look different from anyone else he doesn't look particularly old he doesn't look outstanding in any way he bears no significant scars he's just Pretty darn plain. But everyone moves out of his way in an extremely deferential manner as he moves through the crowd and speaks to you in Elvin. And you are able to glean that he would like you to follow him. I bow very kind of slightly and follow him. Same, yeah. Okay. I'm going to wait till they go ahead of me and then follow behind them. All right. You step, you exit the courtyard, briefly cross what passes as a road. It's really just a gap between buildings and head into that wheel-shaped hall, the wheel-shaped home of Alahuar herself in one of the giant doors that lines up with the 
one of the four spokes. And it is this enormous entry hall at first, probably 30 feet wide and 120-ish feet long. It has two doors on either side here at the end and then is mostly just large windows for the duration of its length. And this place is has nothing in it except for at the walls where there are individual weapons hung up in between each pair of windows. And very often a matching set of armor set up on a stand in front of those weapons. And he brings you down this entire hallway to the next set of great double doors, and he opens one of them. And inside, there is an intense crowd in a circular room with a depression, a very slight depression in its center. And the crowd parts for you, and he walks towards the middle of this room, and in the, the gap in the crowd in the middle, there stands an elven woman of a beauty surpassing even your typical elf. It is, it's what we would call unearthly. And her movements are smooth and graceful. As you get within about 15 feet. She starts speaking in Elven, and you recognize this as a greeting to someone's home. And when she finishes, about a minute later, another elf walks up next to her, and he says, uh, from here on out, I will be your interpreter. She has not learned your language as many of us have. She says, welcome to the home of Alahuara and all of her ancestors. Thank you for welcoming us in. Uh, we've traveled a long, long way to get here, so thank you for opening your, your house and your home to us. And I, grow, I bow very like graciously, arms outstretched and everything. He res repeats what you say to her. And she responds, uh, we have heard of your, your great... Uh, your very long, your very arduous journey. Um, and we are impressed to hear of your tales. Are you Freddy? He says, pointing towards you. That's, yes. That's Thomas. I am Freddy. Draman. This, this is Thomas. And this, this is Draman. She has gifts for you. And he gives a little wave of his hand and someone comes out separates from the crowd and is holding a large flattish box. Uh, I open the box. Inside is a set of clothing, a set of wonderful elven clothing. He says, this is the finest clothing made of the finest wool. It will keep you warm in very cold weather. It will keep you cool when it is hot and it should keep you quite dry even in the worst of rain. I take it, put it in my backpack, and th say thank you. Thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, I do not have a gift 
for you. We didn't know we were coming back here. Uh, I do, however, have something from our adventures, if you would like it. I don't know if it would be to your liking, but it is all I have. And I pull out the jar with the eyeball in it. And... Uh, such a weird gift. That's the only thing I've got. Is, that is so cursed. Would you like this eyeball? Just wait, I got you. And he walks over and he takes it and he looks at it and he says, uh, what is this? It is, as far as I can tell, a scrying eye. It's a witch's eye. From some witches that we had encountered very impressive trophy you have here and uh he translates and translates back saying that she thanks you for this and he gives it to the person who brought out your uh your clothing box and that person steps back into the crown and he says draman that is me she has a gift of welcome for you as well and he gives another wave and someone comes out this time with uh it's just a small drawstring sack and they offer it to you i take it thank thanking thanking them for it and there is something inside of it oh 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 thank you um okay uh should i open it uh, and they, I take, they make like <laughs> yes. Do I t- I t- open the present gesture. I t- take it and uh, and open the open the present. When you reach inside, your hand touches a line. Your hand touches a line, and you pull out, and it is a coil of very very thin line, like twine, but but thinner, and it is extremely light. And feels like it probably won't hold up to a particularly strong sneeze. But the translator says, this is some of the finest fishing line from the deep ocean fishermen uh, along the coast. They use it to, to catch the deepest, strongest monsters of the sea. And... It will take and hold any knot, though it will never become tangled, and it will never break. Wow. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for this gift. Uh, And I bow very, very deeply. And the room is silent for a moment. Got your gift. Hey, I got you. Reach into my back hole. I, uh... Grab something out of it. Turn around. <laughs> and I... Don't do it, drop it. Don't do it. Cut drop. off a little piece of my rope. That rope's getting short at this point. And I light it on fire. I. They should know by now. They know. This is what you do anytime you meet a new person. Hey, look at the same trick I did to these other guys. I have a flaming bracelet for you. Yeah, I don't really have a anything. A friendship bracelet, per se. It's like... I got you, Draman. So I have a gift. I have two gifts. They ignore you for the moment, Thomas. <laughs> they are looking at Draman. It's about a minute of silent staring at Draman. 
give them your Warhammer Drummond. No. Don't need it. I don't have anything. Give them your Warhammer. Um. I didn't see any on the way in. I. Pull, I have a, a mirror. I I pull out a small. I don't have much, um, but I did bring this with me uh, all the way from my home, many worlds away, uh, and I would offer it as a token of my gratitude. And the translator takes it and shows it to Alahuara, who smiles, seems to react positively. Translator says she likes it very much and thanks you for this wonderful and unique gift. That was a close it's, one. <laughs> it's given to the person who brought your present and they too sort of phase back into the crowd and disappear. How close am I to Thomas? Probably about five feet. Can I shuffle a little closer to him? Sure. How close are you going to get? Within whispering distance. Okay. You know, you could just use the amulet to talk, right? Talk. If you give them one of those mannequins, I will personally slay you right here. What mannequins? You would know what I'm talking about. I'm going to ignore him. <laughs> and then I shuffle back. Thomas, she has prepared a gift for you as well. Counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Think Thomas has passed counseling. And she has he needs an exorcist. And she has selected it personally. And he gives a little wave. And another person comes out uh with another beautiful box. Uh it's maybe foot and a half wide, a foot deep, four inches thick. And it's all one big sort of it's all on one hinge along one side to open up the complete top. And then bring it over to you. I'm going to open it up. Inside, there are three daggers placed on black velvet. They look extremely fine. Intricate handles, slightly curved, tapered blades. And when you pick one up, it is perfectly balanced for throwing or stabbing. Why does he get more weapons? I'm a walking arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> do I feel any magic tingly from him? You do not feel any magic tingly. <laughs> I'm just going to look at him like, hmm. okay. And I need to I'm gonna reach into my bag of holding. Don. <laughs> Shuffle around in there a bit. Swirl my hand around. If you bring out the pie... <laughs> This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Here's half a pie. This is now five and a half years old. The translator says, that's about what she expected. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to pull out the giant's axe out of it. Well, you can't because it is too large to fit through. Freddy. Does he kind of like pull it and the handle comes out, but it sticks? It <laughs> is. Freddy, can you make this smaller? Nope. It's their gift. It's really important. Give them the whole thing. No. 
You can get either the entire shaft out, you know, all all 12 feet of it, or you can get like a tiny little piece of the head of the axe. I'm going to try to pull out the whole shaft of it. You pull out the whole shaft, it's just like a log laying on the ground that your bag is wrapped around one end of. It's like, does anyone know any magic to make this thing smaller and the rest of it will come out? It's stuck. Yeah, it's a little stuck. Uh... No one knows what you're saying, and so they kind of just murmur. I'm going to look right at the translators, like, can you shrink stuff? <laughs> no, I am... I am <laughs> Anyone weird, here that can. I do not have that kind of magic. Stuff. What a weird question to ask someone. Um, can anyone else can? We might have someone who can do that. Um, I, I need their help at the moment. <laughs> uh, he says something to Alahuara. And she kind of, she waves her hand in a dismissive motion, and he responds saying that it can be taken care of later, and she thanks you for the gift. We'll send it to the magic people for them to figure it no, out. I'm going to pull out the fi- my five gold necklaces and just hand them over. So I forget the axe. I'll get that out later. So he takes the handful of necklaces. <laughs> You're such a kleptomaniac! <laughs> How in does the fashion, he have so much stuff? In the fashion of someone... Because I have sticky fingers. <laughs> like, has anyone ever just handed you a handful of Mardi Gras beads? It's like that. And they just take the handful of Mardi Gras beads, and the translator just, without saying anything to Alahuara, says she thanks you for your gift. <laughs> I'm going to push the axe back into the back. <laughs> I shake my head very... Uh, hey, I could have given her the Minotaur horns. Very displeased. And embarrassed a little bit. <sighs> Disappointing. Disappointing. The necklaces are made to disappear. And then this... Woman, Alahuara, looks directly at you, Thomas. And she begins speaking in Elven. And as she and as she speaks, as she talks, it goes on and she starts pacing around the room in a circle. At times addressing you, at times addressing the crowd, at times addressing how no long, one at all. How long does it go on? For several minutes. I have like a blank look, like a glazed over look now. I've checked out. Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you never checked in. (laughs) (laughs) She makes this monologue, this speech of hers, uh, which bears all the, the intonations of rhetorical flourishes and witty turns of phrase. And the people in the crowd alternately smile and frown. And there is much murmuring by the end when she circles back around to the center again and looks at you in silence at long last. And the translator says, Alahuara welcomes you to her home as well, and she is indeed quite grateful for your gift. She welcomes you after this long travel. She praises your heroism and your, is there a word for adventuriness? But she is concerned about your dealings with 
Phanthalus, a known fairy, in fact, one of the fairy lords, and she wonders if she can trust you or if she is perhaps putting her household in danger by allowing you to stay here with them. We are... Remember, I'm, I didn't hear a single thing. Like I, My eyes glazed over. We are not... Uh, so I'm uh, still, you didn't hear the translation? No, I'm still like... Checked out. The, yeah, there's, I'm still checked Lights out. Lights on, but nobody's on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are... This is a question for Thomas. But thank you, Drummond. I gently shake Thomas. What? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss something? And you see her eyes become cold and stern, where previously they had been merely questioning, curious. Now they are unamused in the extreme. Well, you, you, you know when, when a bunch when they're speaking a bunch of Elvish, I don't understand. I lose, I lose track. He and just translated in English. I miss that too. Or not English, human. Just translated in human. What do you say? They commend you for your great feats of adventure, but are very worried about your dealings with Phantalus. Why? I don't know. Ask him. Tell them you're not a threat. I mean... I back up from Thomas <laughs> and put my back to Alahawara and face Thomas like I'm on their side. All right. I'm gonna. I got this. I'm not so sure you do, but you have, trust ne- me. You have never said I got this and then got it. Trust me, it worked out. It worked out. It worked out with Phantolis, right? In the history of this campaign, it worked out with Phantolis, right? It did not work out. It worked out for me. No, it didn't because signed, we're in this situation right now. You it signed worked a out for pact me. with him. You sold your soul to. I this. didn't sell anything. Yeah, you kind of did. Then you gave it. You gave your soul. I just agreed to do some favors. For what? The rest of your life? Yeah, for immortality. Yeah. Whoa! You're not immortal, Thomas. Not yet. <laughs> but I gotta do the five-step Phantalus program. You need to talk to them before they kill you. I was trying to, but you guys kept on interrupting me. Talk to them. Talk. Is there an answer that I can convey yes. to Alohuara? I am not a threat to most of you. But there is one thing that I would like to talk about in private with Alahuara, the three of us, so it's not just me, because they pretty much hate me just the same as all of you. So they are the security. That's my answer. He gives an unusually brief response in Elvish to Alahuara, who again starts talking. It seems vaguely questiony again, and after several minutes, I'm taking like all my willpower to <laughs> to pay attention. <laughs> the translator says. The past several years have been a time of great upset within these lands. The giants have come in force, 
They fight the dragons in the mountains. They attack homesteads. Strange things happen more and more frequently. The traders are out in numbers, and sounds people like, disappear. Sounds like regularly. Sounds like you guys should form a kingdom. And in this time of troubles, can you think of a good reason why she should let you stay? Yes. By letting us stay, she can help us leave here faster. And he translate this, and the response from for her is short this time. And he says, very well. You may stay, but Thomas from Eideron, know that you do not have the trust of Alahuara. And while you are here, you shall be accompanied and watched. Didn't expect anything else. Freddy and Draman, on the good recommendation of our friends and cousins, Lynn and Run, you are welcome and you have the trust of Alahuara. Please live here for as long as you like. There will always be room for you in her home. I, I bow again very greatly and say thank you so much. We appreciate you. Yeah, same. Very respectful bow and, and thank them greatly for um, allowing us to stay here and, and trusting us. I raise my hands for a minute. If it wouldn't be too much of a bother, would I be able to talk with you? Of course. Is the response that eventually returns? A little more private. Like, maybe we should go for a walk or so. Um, you can show me around your beautiful home. It takes a moment for the message to be relayed back, and she says the the elven equivalent of one word, which is only about as long as a human sentence, and people start filtering out of this audience chamber. And it's not everyone. There's still probably hmm, between... 15 and 20 people left, but they're scattered about in clumps. Um, you see that there is some furniture around the walls, but this room is, again, largely bare and adorned with very fancy-looking weapons and armor, primarily. And Alahuara is left, along with her translator and the ordinary-looking official who brought you in. The translator says, where would you like to walk? Um, wherever, or let's go to your, uh, the most beautiful place of this section of the forest. This is translated, and she begins walking out of a different door than the one you came in, the one on the far side, and speaking in Elvish the whole way. Something about, come along then. Is this just you? Do we need to leave? <laughs> like, what's going on? I motioned to drama into just like behind my back like come, come okay yeah i uh do that awkward scuffle up behind him okay and start strolling after him and i'm gonna look like 
motioning to whoever my guard is. Uh, like, come uh, on. An armed elf detaches himself from the wall and follows at a distance of about 20 feet from you, Thomas. Snack, watch for me. Flickers his tongue uh, in confirmation. This group exit Alohuar's house and start heading off in the direction of the edge of this little cluster of buildings. And as she walks, she slows down enough for you, Freddie, to catch up with her. And her translator is immediately behind. And... Uh, I get a little closer to the translator. Okay. And very, in very hushed tones say, um, I didn't mean for Thomas to follow us out here. I apologize. Um, Draman and myself are very, very worried for, for Thomas's health. He, um, I mean, he's always not been all there, per se, as far as <laughs> humans go. But um, I think that Fairy World may have broken him. It has that ability. And wherever he goes, he will be watched. It is doesn't matter if it's here or somewhere else. Is there... I know... If, your your people have great healing and magical abilities. Is there anything that you are willing to do or able to do to help him regain some of his brokenness? We have a few who live in this area who tinker with the ways of magic. They might have something they could try. I do not know. Mind leading us there as we continue this walk. Uh, he sort of leans forward and says something very quietly to Alahuara, who looks a little surprised, but pretty much spins around on her heels and points in the opposite direction. Uh, and the whole group turns itself around, and you are now walking through the buildings in the other direction. Let's call it east. And the rest of the time, I'm going to just converse with her about just like her home and how her family is and just get to know her a little more. Uh, her home is beautiful. Her family is fine. She is worried about the encroaching small mountain folk and the giants, of course. But she seems optimistic and honestly, at least a little bit detached from it all. She, she says she's concerned. She does not look particularly concerned. Is there any way for you guys to defend yourselves from the giants? She points to, at this moment, you're passing by a, a practice ring where currently there are eight young-looking elves squaring off in pairs to fight each other with the longsword. And she says something which is translated as, We have been skilled warriors forever. It is simply a matter of remembering how to fight for most of us, and they can be reminded. We would love to maybe hold a little a festival and maybe do some, some dueling and some tournaments and just kind of have a great time, maybe in the next couple of days. Drink lots, eat lots, party. Friendly sparring is always fun, she says, and... When she is saying that, when she is 
saying that to the translator is the first time that real emotion, real interest seems to enter her face uh, as she talks about the potential of dueling or sparring or a tournament. And I point to Draman and say he's one of one of the best with the sword. She turns around, Draman, and she is very clearly sizing you up. <laughs> I kind of do like a I do the white and, person the white person smile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the tight lip smile. <laughs> she she gives you a nod. <clears throat> uh, apparently, you meet with her approval, and she turns and continues the walk. And uh, for I guess the duration of the walk. We're just talking about how beautiful her home is and maybe asking her how long she's lived here and what her favorite things to do besides sparring, apparently, since that's what she loves. She very quickly gets <laughs> bored of this conversation. And as you pass yet another uh, practice area, this one less formal, um, really just a, a patch of dirt with a couple racks of weapons on one side near, it looks like this is one of the blacksmiths here. And there's a, a testing area for the weapons immediately outside. She turns away from you like mid-sentence, like as you're speaking. And she gestures at drama and then points at the the weapons in, in the racks. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a weapon. <laughs> Uh, do you hold up your weapon? Uh, yeah, I have have one. Hold it up. <laughs> and she nods and then starts walking briskly over in the direction of this rack of weapons. Mm. She discards her her <laughs> dark red cloak and underneath is a is a fairly form-fitting top. And she selects a longsword. I'm going to walk out to meet her. She shakes her head. And she's speaking Elvish and she points at Draman with the sword. <laughs> I'm going to um, point to you, me, and the, sword. The, the guard, <laughs> the watch person, comes up. Says nervous. <laughs> the watch person, the person assigned to your bodyguard. Your bodyguard comes up very close behind But like, you. The, what's the opposite of a bodyguard? <laughs> um, guard. <laughs> yes, your guard. Your guard comes My up jailer. And, and is now five feet behind you. Uh, just waiting for her to say the, the word to get you out of here. Snack is staring at him intently. You can't see his reaction to that. Uh, she, she's pointing at I'm gonna, she kind of shoes you away. I'm going to point my sword, her sword, and like mime fighting. She shakes her head. <laughs> Drama, don't fight. I want to fight. <clears throat> I um, I feel like fighting is not a great... I don't know that I'm going to make it out of this. It's just a spar, Drama. Uh, he Remember, the, she the translator translates that. Um, no, no, wait. <laughs> and she sets the... She sets the sword back, and she walks into the blacksmith shop, which is sort of, it's under a roof, but there are no walls. It's semi-outdoors. She comes back a moment later, um, and you can see her, like, tearing the bristles off of a broom, and she has a broomstick now. 
just going to beat your ass with a broom. That is more embarrassing. Because <laughs> Drawman's a pretty big dude, and he's going to get his butt kicked by I... a broomstick. Gesture back to the sword and make a pleading, a pleading face. She goes, she picks up the sword, and she, like, one or the other. <laughs> the sword, please. Sword? If I'm going to get whooped, please let it be by a sword and not a broomstick. Um, uh, I would like to tr- uh, uh, tell the translator that uh, being whooped with a broomstick is uh, is very derogatory where I come from. It's very humiliating, and I would rather be beat with a with a uh, a true elvish weapon. Um, he responds to you that uh, she is, of course, not suggesting like an actual to the death fight. Uh, it's yeah. Five touches. First person okay. to land five hits is the victor. Okay. I've killed a man with a broomstick before. I come up and kind of give you a little shoulder rub, It's Draman. armor. You, you're touching armor? <laughs> yeah. No give. His iron- <laughs> but the, but you the, got this. But the, I'm but reassuring. <laughs> the gesture is understood. <laughs> you got this, buddy. I've killed a man with a broomstick before. I don't doubt that. It took a while. I don't like that. Uh, Vaguely, um, a memory pops into your <laughs> repress, and I, and I repress. repress the hell out of it. You, like my head is kind of like cocked to the <laughs> side, like thinking about it. Like it did take a while, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, "All right, I unsheath my blade and say, let's do it. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Don't hurt me. That too is translated. She smiles and takes a clearly defensive stance." Oh, it's just right here. <laughs> like, we're, not going, we're not going anywhere. We're just... Uh, okay. I hesitantly um, uh, do the same. She begins to circle, as one does in a fight. I watch uh, her movement and carefully switch different, um, you know, like positions, different guarding positions with my sword in a dramatic fashion. Her eyes are narrow, and she's clearly observing your technique and everything. I do some goofy stuff to kind of throw her off. Getting goofy like with it. Some swan swan stances. I'm pretty sure the any walk like an Egyptian stance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. How familiar are they with human fighting styles? Are they different? Um, only There's only so many movements you can do with the human body. And if she's like, but they're elves. But if they're super old, and she's the only thing that she's been doing is sword fighting, I'm pretty sure she's seen pretty much anything that anyone can do. She's gonna wreck my shit. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter what fighting style I use. That's why you have to cheat. No, I don't. Banish che- her. No. <laughs> can you imagine what would happen if I you am, did that? I am thoroughly confident that she could succeed on a charisma roll. You He's never an know. Elf. So. I'll hex her. Then you banish her. We are not about... So, <laughs> Where would she is... go? She's from here. To the fairy that, realm. N- no, She'll so, get lost. So banishment ah. banishment only really works if they're not from the plane that they're on right Just now. Just try hard. Try really hard. All it does is kind of temporarily puts them there for the concentration amount, which is a minute. If they're, not, if they're from the hey, plane that they're on. you would win. It's like a one against that unicorn. And then she comes back. And she'd kill you. <laughs> yeah. For realsies. So for a minute while you're concentrating, we book it. 
After a, a fairly brief time of this circling and observing you, you see her sword hand move. It's the briefest, fastest motion, and you react to it. Your own sword moves to, to parry the blow, and it is too late that you realize that it was merely a feint on her part, and uh, before you can see or react to it, she is attacking you from your exposed side, trying to land a stab in the middle of your chest. Does a 28 hit? No. Yes, a 28 hits. You don't... (laughs) Why are you doing this? And she taps you in the middle of your chest, uh, just light enough to hear the little tink of sword on armor, and withdraws. Uh, You got this, Draman. Okay. Um, And the translator says, one, for Alahuara. Thanks. I wouldn't have been able to get that without you, bud. You're an important member of this team. You do good work. What does it sound like when she says one? When she doesn't say one. Oh, the tra- translator says one. Like she's like one, and he's like one. I'm like, Great. That's, that's awesome. like, I think I could tell that. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Drowman. He's just refing right now. Remember, even a blind squirrel can find a nut. I completely ignore Thomas. <laughs> you got this. Just as a one out of five chance. What the hell does that even mean? You got a 20% chance <laughs> of hitting it. No, this, that's not how the math works. This, that, what are you doing? I'm, okay. Um, I'm going to acknowledge that she, she bonked me and um, take a couple steps back and take a, a fighting stance again. What are you doing? What's your action? Now we're in initiative. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to swing at her. Try, okay. and, try and do something cool. Make your attack. Uh, does a 24 hit? A 24 does hit. A 20, yes, a 24 hits. Okay. You hit her. The way you said that was like, nah. I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> like that you thought about it. <laughs> and also that you were like, does a 28 hit? <laughs> yes, because I don't have a tower shield and anim- <laughs> adamantine armor or whatever. She rolls a two. Does a 30 hit you? <laughs> yeah, that was probably a bad roll. A 28 was probably a bad roll. Yeah, I'm too. like, man, I whiffed it. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, okay. Damage doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to. Um, uh, slow my strike and twist so that I would tap her with the side of my blade. All right, not trying to deal damage. And you you land a blow on her, uh, her left upper arm, and she smiles, uh, because she did try to block it. She did her very best, but you got the blow, so it counts. She does nothing. It's your turn. She's ready in action. I take dodge. <laughs> she does nothing. I it's take, your turn. I take double dodge. You take dodge again? I take double dodge. Hmm. I, um, so to make this not boring, uh, I take a step back. 
um, and ready my sword um, in a in a defensive manner uh, and, and attempting to interpret where she is going to move uh, and block it. All right. Uh, she sees your defensive attack or defensive stance and will swing her sword in a sort of experimental attack just to probe your defenses. How does a 12 suit you? No, it does not. All right. It, that, uh, was a, that was a two. He rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> how does, uh, how do you block that? Just um, with your sword? Uh, with my sword, yeah. Um, as far up on the sword as I can, I deflect her blow. Okay. It's your turn. And I'm going to take that opportunity, um, once I've deflected the blow, to then uh, swing at her okay. uh, up and under her uh, her striking arm. Okay. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. Uh, you think it's about to hit when her sword uh, twists around in an admittedly very unlikely motion. You've never seen a swords person with the kind of wrist strength necessary to deflect a blow in that uh, in that week of a stance, but she is able to do it and pushes your blade wide. And as she does that, twists her blade back so that it points directly at you and tries to make a riposte. And boy, does she make it. He's a fighter. She boops your face. Yeah, that's it, it scratches your forehead. So... Okay. Translator says, two to one, Alhuara. Thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, that makes it her turn again. She's just going to attack. And it hits. <laughs> hey, Drummond, just don't get hit, all right? Making it three to one. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. I'm a bob and Look weave. for that you nut. Better, you better wait. You better watch your bob, because I'm going to weave it. <laughs> three to one, Alhuara. Says the translator, it's clear that he is extremely pleased that the outsider is losing to the local champion. All right. I am going to... Um, banishment. Banishment. Banish Thomas. You would be gone. <laughs> you, oh, we would just be home. Drummond's like, I didn't think about that. Yeah, why haven't you brought us home yet, Drummond? If you could just banish us back. Can you, can you point the finger at yourself and be like, banish like bring me home yeah bring can you me home yourself so so and then you would be willingly I going i could seal a banishment spell into a i can seal a spell into a thing into, into all right a thing well, no, no we're, we're finishing the the dueling first and then we're gonna get into no if this is happening then i'm realizing this in character in the moment <laughs> And you get annihilated by the self. Yeah, lady. probably. She probably beats me up, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna banish myself home. <laughs> Screw bad, you. Bad, bad drumming. Get out of here. And just and leaves Freddy and Thomas here. home. <laughs> I like it. I like to imagine that Drummond says instead of banish, just go home. Go home. Get out of here. Can't you see you're not wanted? Get off my lawn. We don't want you anymore. In the name of Udo, It does say you home. attempt to send one creature that you can see within range to another plane of existence. I am a creature within range. That you can that see. That I can see. Let's you finish, can see your hit. Let's finish this. This is me. <laughs> Yeet! 
It's a it's a level four spell though, so I'd have to like sleep between each. Cast. Okay. Yeah, but then you could do one of us. Yeah. And then sleep. the next day another one of us, and then the next day yourself. No, I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're stuck. Yeah, it sucks to suck, doesn't it? <laughs> Would I banish with him if I grabbed onto him? No, it's a one. It's a one creature specifically. So what are you doing? She she just Reeling. got you twice in a row. Um, I am. Uh, so uh, I'm going to spin my sword and attempt to strike her uh, in a, in an uppercut. Okay. With a nineteen. She she attempts the same sort of deflection that she did before, uh, this time without the necessary force behind it to keep the blow from striking her, what would you say? Uh, chest? Uh, yeah, place? it would be like a ch- chest, chest area. A, a yeah. chest blow? All right, so it, it strikes her chest. Um, and the translator says three to two. Okay. Have we been um, between points? Have we been stopping combat and starting again? No. Uh, like, this is... like taking a step back? It just continues? It, there's like a small step back uh-huh. to sort of get maintain that five-foot separation, but it's not like you stop and uh, so he, it's not like she, fencing. She has not followed up any of the hits she's made on me and made contact with with another hit while we're in, dis- while we're in distance. She did that one time when she reposted and then immediately attacked again. But she didn't hit me and then hit me again. It wasn't like tap-tap. It yeah. was two distinct attacks. Okay. Um, All right. Then I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if it would be outside of the. Oh no, no rules could, that we established to like. I attack. mean, there, there's nothing. You didn't establish many rules. If you attacked her again, right, then it should be allowable. But that's that would be outside of what we've done so far, and I'm not going to be the first one to do that. Okay. That would be dishonorable. But if me. she does that to you, you've done. I'm done. I'm fighting an elf lord. I am done but no she's, matter what I do. She's sparring with you, so she's like maybe to be fair, taking she it a also little easy. Isn't wearing armor. That doesn't matter. That makes her faster. It's not and like you she's are try- wearing armor. Alright, I'm done. <laughs> I take a five step back. I banish myself. You step back? Yeah. Uh I banish myself. Get <laughs> get away. Yeet. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Oh, that's what you say when you bench go, yay, get out of here. Uh, as you step back, she steps forward. Uh, she makes another attack. Um, as you block it, you realize that this has been the strongest of all of the blows that, like, she's put more muscle behind it. Make a strength saving throw, please. Nat 20, uh, so that's a 24. Uh, and you do not release your sword though your hands are left ringing from the impact uh it was clearly an attempt on her part to remove it from your hands that was a good roll yeah that's lucky uh she smiles widely at that and takes a five step foot back okay um i uh Ringing, uh, my hands are still ringing from this, so I'm going to raise my sword um, above my head in a defensive position. Okay. Her eyes narrow, and she rushes directly at you. 
Does an 18 hit? Hold on, hold on. I use Ben's luck. The only reason I said hold on is because I have to do it before you, you answer. And I decrease that roll by three. Does a 15 hit? No, and neither did an 18. Okay. But, that, but that's fine. That's fine. His AC is like 23? 21. Oh. Well, uh, okay. better safe than sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's um, dope. It, um, it was a, a rapid lunging attack that you did very skillfully manage to uh, push off and evade. For, yeah, for what it's worth, um, I wasn't attempting to block. I was attempting to dodge out of the way. Dodge so out of the way? Yeah, okay. so if she's lunging, um, I kind of want to use that to to block and like push away, Okay. push off, and then use that to kind of make a spinning attack then at her with the momentum that I got from Like that. at her back as she passes yeah. a little bit past you? Go yeah. ahead. Um, and you know what? Take advantage for the initiative here. Uh, that's a, uh, 20, 20, a dirty 20, a dirty 20. She rapidly spins and attempts to, uh, block the attack that she knows is coming and it is very close, but it does lightly tap her in the back. And at first the translator does not call it, but she, uh, very actually, sharply says something to him and he begrudgingly calls it uh what we're three three now yeah okay yeah Fre- freddy's keeping track <laughs> three three hey translator what did she just say to you she told me that you landed a blow thanks yeah yeah that's two <laughs> three more drowning you got this I mean, two more first to five. First to five so two more, he, because he has three. It's I wasn't paying attention, but yeah, two more. <laughs> this is. It's, I have faith, not in you, but you're doing a good job. This whole time, he's been like eyeballing his guard, thinking about the different ways. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that broom <laughs> handle. Yeah. The broom handle? <laughs> Bonk him with the broom handle? Yeah. And I got some new knives. As soon as you sort of back up to that uh, normal distance again, she is going to attack again apparently a low blow towards the legs but again with that lightning speed that low blow towards the legs somehow is transformed into a neck level chop twenty five yeah okay um it stops Probably an inch away from your actual neck. And she looks at you questioningly. Uh, Stock still. And she says something in Elvish, which is translated as, shall we count that as a point? Uh, Even though I didn't technically touch you? I say, I say, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Please yes, don't de- touch me. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and now she laughs. Uh, <laughs> she laughs and uh, walks away. And the translator calls 4-3, Alahuara. Okay. Um, this is... Uh, I've had the best luck with it so far, so I'm now going to, again, attempt to take a defensive pose, uh, this time with my sword, uh, straight out and up and down um, in front of me. 
Okay. Pointing straight up. Uh, and she seems to take this as a direct challenge and is just going to go for a full frontal assault. The first one is 21. That is the number. <laughs> and with an overhead strike, she uh, comes very close to booping you on the head. And with another swing, immediately following that up, 19. Uh, that's a miss. You are able to dodge or uh, block? Which one? Um, block. Block. All right. So she boops you on the head and then is coming around for a, a second strike, which you deftly block at the last possible moment. Well, that was it. She seems to have lost count and still, like, she backs up to the the normal distance as though expecting... Uh, okay. Um, I kind of... Uh, well, okay, so I t- t- talked to the translator. Um, that, that was... She won? Was that... Uh, and he says in Elvish to her something, and she was like, uh-oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she realizes it. It dawns. She is there like she got a battle little, fire in her eyes. Was I about little, to get wrecked? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of just excitement. Uh, okay, I uh, um, I. But she she looks thoroughly happy, and she walks over and pats your metallic shoulder. I bow uh, deeply. She returns the gesture. Thank her. For the sparring, um, I have not faced an enemy as talented as you um, ever, I think, honestly. <laughs> she She's speaking in Elvish and now standing next to you, just sort of looking in whatever direction you're looking at. And she's breathing heavily and panting a little bit. And she seems to all of a sudden remember that she's holding a sword and she looks at it critically for a moment and seems to deem it worthy and holds out the sword to you as though she wants you to take it. Me? Me? Not him? Me? Yeah, she's holding Me? it out to you. I... Um, she looks disapprovingly at the sword you currently have and she looks approvingly at this new sword. But it's... But it's a... But it's a flaming masterwork blade. You don't like this? This is uh, a she plus she two reaches sword. out and she grabs it and then like demonstrates that the fire means nothing. Yeah, yeah, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool points. Uh this is translated for her. Did she just learn cool points? Um <laughs> and she she nods and she puts this away and says something to the translator who tells you to uh essentially hold this thought. Uh, she knows just the thing. Uh, I am later terrified. Later, okay. Later. <laughs> I'm scared. <sighs> <sighs> okay. And she continues walking. The group follows. And before too much more time passes, she brings you all to a fairly large and fairly old looking building here, not too far from the heart of her home.
Okay, everyone. Before I let you go, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to and supporting the show. Our next episode should be out in about two weeks, and the precise date will be posted on our social media accounts at go underscore stronghold. So remember to follow us and stay up to date. Don't have anything else other than that, so until we meet again, remember to keep it nerdy.